Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Slam of Wrestling. Myself, Supreet, and this is the AEW Dynamite review for October 25th, 2020. And I'm joined by Abhishek Aneja, aka Abby Mania. What's up, Abby? I'm absolutely fine, Supreet. How about you? How are you doing? I'm doing good as well. So, what did you think about this uh, Go Home show? Is that right? Uh, yes. <laughs> Yes, I got Sounds got it right this week. Yes. The home show for the next big big dynamite. Yes, winter is coming. It's uh, how uh, I guess this uh, show was. Uh, you can say there was a lot of things w- that happened. A lot of things, which you can say they are possibly. having uh, they are having repercussions for the foreseeable future and also there are things which have immediate uh, you know repercussions for next week uh, there were many things which we got presented which have uh, immediate impact on the uh, battle royal which is happening next week in which mjf is defending his ring Uh, his diamond ring, and we saw other stuff too, which happened. We would be going through that as well. So there were things which were good, which were great, which I'm very, uh, you can say, satisfied to see the attire graphic which I saw. Uh, I am very much. Uh, you can say happy to see that it gives uh, a sports you can say a sports narrative to the stuff and it should be i guess followed in every match if it can be so that new fans if they are also tuning in they can also get invested in the action straight up that they can get uh in the action that the team or the competitors who are wearing this attire is this and who are wearing this attire is this so it can get involved the those fans too probably who are uh, mma fans they can get in this pro wrestling realm easily probably so it is good to see that new things are getting in here in aw yeah i agree with your points that you mentioned there but um i think overall it was a decent dynamite but the thing that bothers me especially when it comes to uh, taped uh, shows i hate the fake crowd noises and it really <laughs> takes down the energy of the show a little down I agree. I agree. There, there's, there's a reason I don't watch Monday Night Raw anymore. <laughs> I, I can concede to that. It was a taped show. It was very apparent, and yes, uh, it also felt. Uh, you can see that it is. Uh, you can see the action is rushed. It is very much rushed. So you can see that it is a taped show. When it is a live show. or uh, then it is very much 
in real time it is smooth and it is going with the flow it doesn't look rushed it looked rushed it looked a lot rushed and it was actually they have uh, they have done such uh, things in the past as well i have observed that so they did it because they have to uh, you can say concise the action in the midst of two hours in the and they also have to get the commercial breaks to so i guess that is and with regards to your point of crowd reaction yes they can do some uh, stuff with regards to that not have piped in crowd reaction if they have the audience there you can put a better audio in place so that you can get the reaction or and if you are not getting the said reaction if you are uh, not getting the said reaction which you want then probably you are putting out a decent uh, show in my opinion so then uh, do a better job with regards to the piped crowd or noise because it was not as good as it should be because you were bothered and i was bothered too because there is a way to do piped noises too it is not that just have random shit noise at sportatic events no there is a way to to do that as well so, so on the show we had uh, hangman page versus john silver uh, we had uh, will hobbs now he's called powerhouse hobbs so he was in action uh, we had the contract signing for the aw world championship that was incomplete um, we had chris jericho and jake hager so they faced scu uh, hikaru shida defended the aw women's championship against anna j and the main event was ray phoenix and pack versus butcher and blade but before that if you are new to this channel then make sure to hit that subscribe button and turn on the bell for all notifications we are in slam of wrestling or all pro wrestling related stuff including reviews for raw smackdown nxt aw dynamite and new japan as well so this week's dynamite kicks off with hang <coughs> hangman page versus john silver so the story of this match was that uh, the dark order in the past have tried to uh, recruit hangman page whether it was in uh, dynamite or on being the elite so uh, we had a pre match promo for john silver so he also brought up the same fact uh, he said he will win tonight johnny Hunt. both men go for uh, a lock up uh, silver getting the better of the exchanges so silver now wants a flexing competition but page is not interested so he hits a punch uh, page with some chops and a big back body drop uh, silver with some offense hits a cross body for a two count uh, silver with some chops and kicks to the chest uh, page picks up as page misses a springboard uh, clothesline so silver misses a dive uh, page hits a plancha 
back in page it's a sliding lariat for a two count uh, Sil uh, silver made a comeback and he went full mental here we had we had a injury into a german followed by a brain buster for a near fall so silver with more kicks to the chest but this fire uh, fire up page um we get a little back and forth so page is a sit out power bomb for a two count uh, so finally page it's a buckshot lariat and that gets in the win it was a very okay match um, another great showing for john swiller but uh, what did you think about this uh, match yes uh, the uh, john silver going full mental it was a indie sport fest it became a indie sport fest basically and i am not against uh, too much with regards to that it was entertaining it was entertaining as fuck seeing such spots that bam 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 and that offense it is it is great it is great it was a great showing for john silver uh, kudos to him and it seems like they are going forward with regards to uh, john silver and commentators also accentuated the fact of uh, his internet fan following and probably now he is getting to the forefront now that he would be taken seriously because he got a ton of offense against a legit competitor like uh, adam hangman page who is one of the top dogs of the promotion already wrestling so that's the case here and it was a uh, from the initial part of the match i would like to say that it was a good work with regards to the story coverage of hangman page and the dark order by the officials of aw that they showed the clipping of uh, being the elite and also the past that what has happened between hangman adam page and dark order so it is good we have discussed this in our past reviews so they have taken the such suggestions cause these points get the fan invested so it is great to see that and hangman page was last seen on the pay per view competing against kenny omega in the finals of the tournament and hangman adam page and dark order had an interaction some time ago when i pointed out that he could have been a bit jealous or envious of the brotherhood of the dark order because his friends don't have his back every so often his friends uh, that is basically the young fox and kenny olivier so he could be uh, he i mean hangman page could be open quite possibly to join this group this i wrote at the initial part of the match where i didn't know what would be happening post match and also also if we take the ftr and hangman page interaction what has what happened between them also into consideration 
the common denominator is the same a sense of brotherhood a sense of support and a sense of belongingness that is all i guess what hangman adam page is thirsting for possibly and with regards to john silver he had a great flurry of offense at the initial part of the match he look it looked great the commentary i have just said that uh, they put over his internet fan following and his performance at the pay per view against orange cassidy probably they are going to take him more seriously uh, it is great and it also uh, resonates and it is also kind of a similar career trajectory like orange cassidy that he was a comedy character and then it he got to be taken seriously then he had bouts against the likes of chris jericho cody and then he got to a main event player because he had such a cult following that he became a main event player so probably that could happen to john silver too so we have to see what happens with regards to john silver of the dark order he got a ton of offense a ton a ton of offense and hangman adam page looked sleep deprived when he entered the ring in the initial part with his black heads and stuff he has been drinking possibly it is what it is and there was a reddit post which i also shared on my instagram at abby maniac uh, which was that who attacked john moxley last week i also speculated that it would be hangman adam page and that reddit post had this thing that said that moxley was laying on the ground when the officials were checking up on him he was in a position which was similar to the hangman tarot card so that also directs us to quite a narrative that it could very well be hangman adam page who was the assailant at that time so we have to see and alcoholics are not very good uh, attackers we saw john moxley coming back this week so it is what it is so probably whatever happened it is very you know intriguing so to speak so you're talking about theories here so i have another theory and it's a little simple one uh, so this guy named kenta posted a, a video of landing somewhere maybe he's back in in the united states maybe filming for the american new japan shows uh, why not a appearance in dynamite if it can happen then uh, why not 
if it can happen why not uh it is it is quite possible but uh they could give that also i have no problem and it would also save them the uh time with regards to building up their match uh, which is happening at wrestle kingdom not official yet but they can start building up Mm-hmm. But back to Hangman Page, so, so they had a little post-match promo here. So what happened was Dark Order came out and Evil Uno was on the mic. So he said how uh, Page has been a part of the elite and how they abandoned him. So that's why the Dark Order want to help him and they threw Page a offer to join the Dark Order. So either so two things can happen here. Either he joins and he can be their second cold cabana or maybe start feuding with them and we could see uh, this leading to a future match between hangman page and brody lee hmm. if he joins then he would possibly be the you can say the second ranked guy and he would be gunning against Kenny Omega who would be winning the championship next week and Brody Lee right now i guess is injured if i'm not wrong yes so they need someone to head them so why not a guy who needs a brotherhood like adam hangman page yeah any any scenario can any scenario can work here regarding yes. storyline hmm it is interesting it is interesting it is intriguing it's great we had uh, kenny omega so he was being interviewed he talks about uh, how he thinks uh, so how things have changed in the past year and how moxley is being called the best in the world right now he said once he takes the aw championship from him then he will be back to being the best he said he wants moxley to leave his garbage wrestling at home and rely on his abilities he congratulates moxley for the big news and leaves only to come back and recalls what moxley said about his dad last week he said that his dad will beat the shit out of omega's sorry moxley's dad so there you go that is heel kenny omega hmm it's good it's good it's great and i'm looking forward to next week's battle uh, and it is going to be a straight up you know wrestling match and they are building up towards that that it is no garbage no bullshit straight up wrestling match new japan style and what we have seen both there uh, you know avatars in new japan so if they can bring that here on weekly television for just one match then it would satisfy all the fans who are wanting to see kenny omega in all his glory and also john moxley 
what we have seen from him in New Japan and do. You know what will satisfy the fans? What? If they do this match commercial free. Yes, I would concur. I would agree. I would agree. So, um, continuing with Dynamite this week, we had uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. So, he faced Lee Johnson, who is the new member of the Nightmare family. <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> so, okay. This didn't last long as it was a very uh, glorified squash match. So, Johnson tried to avoid Hobbs with his speed. Uh, Hobbs took down Johnson. So, action went to the outside as uh, Hobbs sent him to the barricades. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, back in, uh, Hobbs hits a front power slam and that was it. Nothing much here. It was a, uh, just, it is just done to get a big win for Will Hobbs. And now that he's a member of the Team Taz table, uh, what did you think about this? Yes, it was a uh, yes, an enhancement talent sort of a match, and now he is called Powerhouse Hobbs, not Will Hobbs, as now he is a villain, he is a heel, so no will, no willing from the fans now. It is now Powerhouse Hobbs, and he was donning the orange color of Team Taz, and he looked legit. He looked like a fucking monster, and he did what was supposed to be done rather than having a 10 to 15 minute match with an enhancement talent wink wink kenny omega he did what was supposed to be done squashed the insect of the nightmare family lee johnson so post match taz comes in it tells Hobbs to go to the back and celebrate. So Taz is mad that AEW is not recognizing the FTW Championship as an official title. So he demands some answers. So his mic gets cut off. So what he did was he takes Justin Roberts' mic and says if they cut this mic too, then he will go to the uh, commentator's desk and use the headset. So Cody comes out and he wants a little peace. He said they will settle everything in next week's tag team match. Uh, Taz is not satisfied here. So, Cody brings up that Taz's son is training in the Nightmare uh, Factory. So, Taz didn't like this comment. And as Cody's back was turned, uh, he locks in the Taz mission on Cody until the natural nightmares come for the save. I actually like this segment, this post-match segment. Taz was great on the mic. And uh, how they did stuff here, like, uh, now it is personal. So, I'm looking forward to what they do next. I also agree with that. I also enjoyed that. It looked very much legit at some points. It looked real. And with the fact that they also convinced us also that it is real. That when Taz was saying uh, shit off mic also, that it, it, looked, it looked real. And that is, these are some moments or some things which get the crowd invested and which the other talents should also take note of. 
in my opinion shoot promos are the best promos yes shoot or shoot worked promos and getting it it gets the fans invested yes absolutely real with real it works it works it was a great promo with taz and cody rhodes it was great and also the fact that uh, he brought up the ftw championship point which we have discussed possibly many at times that why is it not being defended what is the legitimacy he they can just throw it up to the other guy we also i guess said uh, once or twice uh, probably last week or last to last week that they could give it to will hobbs no last week possibly that it doesn't have any fucking legitimacy so give it to will hobbs only then uh, brian cage can go for the tnt championship so it can go to the head of taz also if he hears that that there is no fucking legitimacy of the championship then what the fuck is happening that people are saying such shit so that then you see such shit uh, transpiring on television that give it legitimacy and he is asking the officials that i i want an answer right now with regard to the championship it is not getting defended or dynamite it is getting defended on dark and we do not know what the fuck that championship represents even now right now it has a past with regards to the original ecw promotion but what about now so these things are quite possibly real and when they get mixed up in real it makes for interesting television absolutely i agree with that i agree with that and it has now made us more invested in this whole tnt championship or ftw championship whole dynamic i agree i dig it we have the gun club we have taz's kid hook we have powerhouse hobs we have ricky starks we have brian cage we have taz we have cody rhodes we have the ftw championship we have the tnt championship we have darby allen there are so many things in this i dig it we also have the top flight so these guys faced hybrid to this week uh, it was coming off uh, what happened last week where uh, top flight got attacked by hybrid to uh, so back to this match here we had uh, Enelico and Darius uh, starting off. Yeah, so they, so they started with a little technical style and uh, tag me to Dante as double team moves follow on Enelico. Uh, tag me to Evans as TS2 were in control. So we went to commercial. Uh, TS2 was uh, dominating here. Back from commercial, um, Darius got a hot tag as he ran wild. Uh, top flight uh, got to do their back-to-back dives. So at one point, uh, Evans did a assisted 450 for a two count. Uh, and Helico looking for a uh, razor's edge, but Dante counters it into a code red for a two count. So final parts of the match saw uh, Darius sending, um, sorry, Darius getting sent to the outside. 
so in helicoloxin a submission on dante for the win and that was it yet another good showing for top flight here uh, it was a right call for th2 to win here i, I think they are going forward and uh, building this program with young bucks uh, what did you think about this match yes uh, it was a great competitive match between the two teams and th2 uh, the hybrid to getting the win is welcome in my eyes because i have said in the past also that they are an uh, underrated team they have proven their worth at uh, lucha libre triple a and they well, have sorry sorry to cut you off but it is a logical thing creative or not because why will a young team that just debuted last week will uh, beat a team that has been for a year or so and it is very more established than them agreed agreed but it, it has happened in the past if you have followed wwe programming that the team who debuts or a guy who debuts he gets a push to like a, a, a rocket is put on him and he doesn't lose Yeah, 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 yeah. We have seen that in the past, but, but this, this, yes, this was logical booking. I agree with you. I agree yeah. with your point. I agree with your point. This was logical booking, and giving TS two a platform also uh, to accentuate their point and to accentuate their talent in front of the crowd, the worldwide crowd, is great. they are an underrated team and it was a great competitive match between the two teams i agree and giving them a title shot in the future would not be a bad idea if it probably happens in a triple threat match which has the young bucks top flight and th2 it won't be a bad idea would not be the worst thing in the world and the story with regards to this match was that th2 had a segment on dark with brit baker brit baker was doing enhancement talent matches which you suggested and now she has been demoted to dark what a sad she has, day she has a, she has got a big talk show on dark dude come on all right all right <laughs> it was called the waiting room yes she is waiting all right calling out uh, th2 had this segment calling out the other tag teams of the roster and saying that they are coming after the world tag team championship all right uh, and top flight top flight got signed after their great outing last week against the tag title holders the young bucks now see what i did there i didn't say the tag team champions i say the tag title holders there's a difference mm-hmm. yeah yes and they uh, top flight were a phenomenal ratings draw in the united states there was a statistic uh which was floating around i do not uh, remember that but yes they were a 
great ratings draw last week so that could also have been a catalyst uh with all uh with their talent to getting signed of course so that was with regards to the story and there was a great point uh spot with the tope suicida and tope con hero in quick succession which was amazing by top flight and as you just said th21 uh via submission it was a great great competitive match and uh, i was very happy that th2 finally got a victory yeah so post match hybrid 2 continued their attack as uh, young bucks came for the save and that was it <laughs> glory hogs <laughs> the young bucks the glory hogs as they are they came to the aid of top flight when they got ambushed <laughs> from that we get to a wiki career prom, uh, promo segment so she talks about uh, what happened last week with brandy roads uh, she says she is here uh, she says brandy roads is here just because of nepotism and also brought up the involvement of serena deep and red velvet in last week's segment so something is i think what i predicted last week in that fantasy booking of mine something they are doing something with nyla rose and serena deep get gets involved and we could see a potential nwa women's championship match between the two that's great that that could be great uh, i have no cons with regards to that uh, right now they have i guess 3 and 3 3 and 3 ladies on the uh, opposite sides if i am not wrong yes so let's see what happens because they have to stretch this uh, cody versus shack bout uh, till the pay per view which is in february so they have to maintain the presence of jade cargill if i am not wrong that's her name so they have to maintain her presence on dynamite so they have to come up with something so they are doing it and also brandy roads in is in the mix as she is the better half of cody so there is some interaction indirectly so it is great looking forward to it we had a promo segment for the formal uh, former aw tag team title holders see what i did there <laughs> <laughs> we had ftr and tully blanchard so they said they didn't care about their match from full gear being called the greatest tag team match ever they said uh, young bucks were the best tag team for only 3 seconds uh tully blanchard said that they will be regaining the tag team titles very soon and i hope it's not that soon enough maximum after 3 months or so mhm i would want as soon as possible but yes logical booking suggests absolutely it's they can give them a lengthy reign to 
maintain the legitimacy of the tag team championship because it got eroded somewhat when it their tag title reign just got halted midway i suppose by the young bucks but nonetheless they had something uh, in store in mind with regard uh, i'm talking about the officials so they uh, whenever the young bucks get dethroned it would be quite possibly ftr or a better tag team i don't know if there is any but nonetheless give them some time with the titles it is only fitting and it is only fair to the titles not the young bucks <laughs> see what i did there we had scu versus chris jericho and jake hager uh, so inner circle was uh, accompanying jericho and hager here we had daniels and jericho starting off as commentator mentioned how these two have never crossed paths so they give, they go for some basic sequence here as daniels got uh, better of the exchanges so tag made to gazarian uh, as they start uh, working on jericho uh, jericho was somehow able to uh, tag in hager as he started Uh, beating up Kazarian in the corner, so inner circle is in full control at this point. Uh, tag made to Daniels. He tried to get some offense, but uh, he gets tripped. So Hager sends uh, Daniels to the outside as inner inner circle starts stomping on Daniels. So Jago got the tag as he continued to work on Daniels. Uh, tag finally made to Kazarian. Uh, he's taking out everyone at sight. So Daniels back in. Uh, he does a great tope on Hager to the outside. uh daniels with a flat liner and the best moon salt uh, ever gets a two count uh, so a little distraction uh, this allows mjf uh, to hit daniels with the dynamite ring uh, jericho hits the judas effect and that was it uh, nothing much here uh, inner circle were made to look strong obviously and uh, uh, what did you think about this match yes uh, it was a decent match i guess and there was at one point also a call by uh, one of the commentators that we have one of the uh, the deepest tag rosters and these teams could be at uh, some point in the future could be gunning for the tag team championship so probably so it, it is great uh, if uh, possibly the team of jake hager and chris jericho are in contention at some point of time for the tag team championship they could put over some team or they if they even win the championship at some point that could also be you know uh, not bad at all or a worst idea in the world because it would give the other teams on the roster a point that they can challenge them for the championships and they could have matches and that would also put eyes on them as well more eyes on the new talents and the other tag teams as well and 
it would be great nonetheless this was a decent bout they the only point which was the selling point with regards to this match which you just suggested was that this was the first time meeting of chris jericho and christopher daniels uh, of their whole career they are basically veterans of this game first time we are seeing the new inner circle in action at ringside mjf is here now they are back from vegas uh, in the initial part of the match uh, they applied the isolation technique on kazarian the inner circle for a few minutes and mjf as the commentator suggested would be defending his dynamite diamond ring next week in the annual battle royal and speaking about the dynamite uh, diamond ring so i said this same question last year what is the main uh, uh, motive of the dynamite uh, diamond ring mjf is a heel he uses it as a weapon so that is his selling point he used it like that now if a baby face wins like say for instance the guy who came to the aid of the baby faces post match if he wins i don't know how will he uh, use that possibly just uh, you can say how uh, it is just you can say uh, like a trophy of sorts just like i am on a pedestal just like that a selling point nothing else if that's Because, the case, if that's uh, the case they, they should have put more effort to explaining that I mean, last year i hope they do it next week like what is the main motive of winning this diamond ring mm -hmm. all right they should because mm -hmm. i i can i can understand mm -hmm. right mjf used it quite nicely so i can give him the all the things that and he also possibly uh, you can say inspired many of the shenanigans from cody's run in ring of honor which he did with the title when he won the championship he made it into a ring if um, you would be remembering it because, i remember that. yes and he used it he used it for his shit so it was very much inspired possibly but nonetheless now if a baby face wins possibly this time then what happens that could be a creative thing then you have to put your creative wheels in motion and come up with something then you can give him that that he is using it in some shape or form or is it to uh, it has been to some advantages to to his career 
or maybe just to uh, flash it off to people possibly mjf has used it in number of times to win matches and stuff like that and with regards to also in this match we saw i guess for the first time i have not seen that before the attire graphic which i uh, mentioned at the top of the show the attire graphic red and black it was a nice touch i would like to say do it with other matches too and then we saw it in the other matches also with the new talents joining the fray and then getting the fans invested it would help in that regard so post match kizarian attacked uh, mjf as inner circle ganged up on him so scorpio sky came out with a chair to uh, uh, chase all the heels out and i wrote here this was the third time here of the night where a baby face uh, chased out a heel or heels in a beat down mm-hmm. I would not like to complain with regards to that, but nonetheless, it is a part of storytelling. So I would like to give them the benefit of the doubt that he, a baby face, came to the aid of his friends when they got ambushed post match with the steel chair, and all the members of the inner circle retreated. to the outside and now we can possibly see that scorpio sky is a very strong contender it seems to win the ring the dynamite diamond ring next week possibly and and also uh, whatever happened in this match i guess that they are going with the long drawn out story with regards to mjf and chris jericho just like we discussed and i uh, suggested that they should go with that it would be great with regards to their long term storytelling their long term television program because we didn't see any interaction any hostility between mjf or uh, chris jericho yeah they are on the right uh, path here like everything everyone has something to do uh, jericho and hegar uh, are doing their stuff mjf can do something separately too while being in the inner circle hmm. yes so from that we get to the aw women's championship match hikaru shida versus anna j uh, we had a video package highlighting the feud uh, sorry the history between these two women um so dark order and tai conti accompanied uh, anaje here match begins with uh, a lock up and anaje started to go for the choke early on uh, shida with a drop kick and a tilt over uh, back breaker so action went to the outside uh, shida misses a running knee uh, j sent shida into the barricade so at one point uh, shida sorry uh, anaje asked conti for a chair but conti hesitated so referee didn't allow uh, the chair so a slight dist- distraction allowed jay to get shida's kendo stick and swing at uh, shida's injured knee that was me- mentioned in the video package 
so jay went for a pinier but gets a two count so jay got the choke but shida escaped at the end it was shida hitting the tamashi knee for the win and that was it it was what it was we didn't see a lot from anna jay here uh, what did you think about uh, this match here uh, i guess it was a decent match it was competitive but it was a decent match with regards to that and uh, i guess the story which they told was that anna j when uh, she first made her presence felt on aw that is when she made her debut on april 1st what a what a nice date uh, on april 1st in aw uh, she made her debut bio against hikaru shida and she lost and then uh, she said that she was an inexperienced rookie and now she is not so that was basically it and with regards to tyre conti and anache they have developed a relationship during the the women's tag cup which happened on youtube which uh, nobody watched and Taya Conti has not yet joined the ranks of the Dark Order. She was not wearing uh, their colors. She is also the just like Cold Cabana, an unofficial member. She, is she a member? I don't think so. She has yet accepted the offer. She is just, uh, you know, accompanying Anna J to her yes, matches. Yes, yes. You're right. Oh. and anna j has had multiple submission wins under her belt against brandy roads she has choked her out multiple times uh, via submission in the ring i am talking about in the ring your dirty minds and uh, the attire graphic it was a nice touch it is great please uh, if you can then to uh, it for possibly every match if it is possible and in a match uh, between taya conti and red velvet two weeks ago when taya conti was accompanied by uh, anna j and, I- and uh, red velvet was by brandy roads obviously anna j offered tayanara uh, taya a steel chair to use it on her opponent without the ref knowing to get the win taya conti refused it and kicked the chair outside won the bout on her own here in this bout anna j asked for a chair from tayanara which she reluctantly gave as you just said only to get a singapore cane from a fellow dark order member which is the property of Hikaru Shida and genius i should say genius by anna j attacking the legs of hikaru shida neutralizing her offense neutralizing her finisher that is the tamashi running knee strike brilliant brilliant as far as she could do but shida was even better as she no sold any damage whatsoever 
being done to her courtesy of the Singapore king. Typical indie bullshit. There was not even a blimp of a limp when she hit her tamashi knee strike. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Indie bullshit. And Hikaru Shida is our world champion, our world women's champion. She won well, by a pinfall. Well, you have to also consider that Hikaru Shida is no Matt Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so shall we get to what happened post-match? Yes, yes, yes. So post-match, Shida was celebrating on the stage, but out comes Abaddon as Shida gets scared. So Abaddon, um, so she takes the women's championship and licks it, signifying that we'll be having a Shida and uh, Abaddon program for the championship. Uh, but the thing is, so Abaddon is just like the female version of Bray White. Okay. Mm. Great gimmick, but in ring voice, Pusky Bomb. Mm-hmm. But I would like to say that the characters which were over the top, they have sold tickets, they have made the fans invested. So giving them the championship would not be the worst idea in the world. You can go so far to an audience with your in-ring skills, but if you have a character which is so compelling, which transcends the wrestling audience also, that could very well be a great addition to your television programming. And right now, why are they going with Abaddon? That is also a thing because it is happening throughout the top promotions of the world. In Impact Wrestling, they are doing this with Sue Young, Susie, and Diana Prazo. In WWE, they are doing it with Alexa Bliss and The Fiend. So this obsession of this uh, such a character is happening throughout the top promotions of America. So I would give that because they are basically uh, the other promotions are thinking that this kind of a character sells to the audience. This kind of character is being accepted by the audience. So right now it is the time that the iron is hot and we have to strike the hammer right now. And that could also possibly be the reason of the uh, that sudden title change which happened with uh, Sue Young and Diana Parazo. I thought that Diana Parazo would be having a lengthy title run as she is such a talented woman. And she had such a uh, great technical prowess. She would be having a lengthy title run and she was having a championship bout with uh, who was uh, the lady who just retired. Gail Kim. No, no, no. Jazz. That 
that bubbly Kylie girl Ray. the bubbly girl Kylie Ray yes Kylie Ray who no showed or possibly something happened that she was about to lose or maybe some plans changed something happened whatever the fuck that happened then they brought so young and they uh, got the title change and it is happening throughout wwe is doing it with alexa bliss and it is succeeding with the fans they are accepting her and abaddon could have been on uh, aw television weeks ago but she got injured on dark it was announced a week prior that she was about to uh, compete on aw dynamite next week but in the midst of the week we got uh, a social media post with regards to her injury so it got a little bit delayed we could have had her some weeks ago so this thing with regards to such a dark women character whether it is so young whether it's abaddon whether it's alexa bliss it is right now the hottest thing possibly in wrestling let's see how the abaddon character works in aw i want that to succeed because uh, when i saw her on aw dynamite for the first time i was very much impressed by whatever her look and what she uh, did and many of the fans who saw they were also impressed by what she looked and what she can do possibly and such characters are great addition to the television programming from that we had the iconic matt hardy cutting a promo so basically his current stick is that he credits himself for everyone's success in aw whether beat young bucks or maybe uh, taking credit for pentagon's uh, gimmick pentagon's gimmick so that that what happened uh, so that's what happened in this week's being the edit so he credited uh, himself for uh, coming up with pentagon's gimmick zero fear <laughs> basically he's being a dick right now all right okay we had another uh, promo segment we had ricky starks uh, cutting a great promo he talks about uh, what happened with taz and says cody rhodes is the main problem here and he also hypes up his upcoming tag team match that's going to happen uh, going to be happening next week uh, we were from that we were, uh, we were supposed to get a new segment from miro and kip sabian but orange cassidy interferes uh, best friends then uh, come in and we get a big brawl here so i think we are this could be leading up to a gimmick match between these two team here just like what they did with uh, proud and powerful mm, possibly possibly it can it can and it is basically what happened was that last week and from pre weeks prior also you have said relentlessly that you are not sold on this character of miro and kip sabian so they tried to do something today and it got ruined by the best friends and orange cassidy so you should hate 
best friends and orange cassidy right now because they are the ones who didn't let you get invested in miro and kip sabian and obviously who isn't invested in penelope ford instead i will thank best friends and orange cassidy <laughs> and let's move on All yeah right. the contract signing for the aw world championship match uh, so kenny omega was supposed to get his big entrance but out comes john moxley and he attacks omega so in the ring moxley lays, lays down the aw championship omega reaches out to it but uh, moxley stomps on his end and he hits the dead uh, death rider not the paradigm shift the death rider on the title so moxley afterwards then cut a promo on omega saying that he needs to dig deep inside and find the real kenny omega that everyone is talking about he says it's not a game and he's coming for omega because when you come at the king you best not miss i guess this promo got ruined by the piped crowd noise if i'm not wrong um not so much but uh, it was more uh, that was happening inside the ring that uh tint you know for what's the word i'm looking for it didn't get your uh, attention diverted yes mm mm-hmm. but for me the crowd noise here was very irritating it 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 even ruined what uh, he said john moxley said and i think that it was a it didn't get me invested at all in his bout which is next week uh, um, what i am thinking about right now is with regards to this segment is it was short and it was effective the only effective thing which was there was that uh, death rider on the belt championship yes that was it whatever he said it got ruined it got ruined completely from the crowd noise which was mismatched which was missynced which was not at all in sync and his words also were not very much effective because probably it was in his head or maybe it is on in everybody's head that the fact is that people are already sold that two of the best are fighting next week then by the hell am i saying anything or possibly it is also in the minds of many talents that i am losing the belt next week why the fuck am i selling this bout right now it gets to the head of many people but nonetheless i am not taking that here but the death rider was the only thing which was effective in that promo in my opinion whatever he said there it didn't translate to me it didn't came here he said the things i agree whatever he said the camera work the crowd the piped crowd noise everything made it completely ruined it was ruined it, it got ruined it got ruined but hopefully and quite possibly i am an optimist 
I think that next week's match would make up for everything what happened here. You are lucky that you don't watch WWE programming regularly. Because if you <laughs> hear that Thunderdome uh, crowd noise, then you would, you would have loved this segment here. <laughs> I thank my lucky stars. <laughs> I, I don't watch that. I am very much, uh, you can say, I am not a hater. And I am not a, uh, you can say, a very much, uh, in here, in India, we say that a cutter AW follower, that I hate everything WWE or something like that. No. If you are a WWE, uh, you know, watcher or something like that, an avid watcher, I have no qualms with you. Watch that because it is wrestling. It is professional wrestling. We love professional wrestling. It is an art. It is a sport. Watch that. But I do not get now the urge to watch that now. I simply don't, so I do not. Even if things there are happening which are good with the likes of Roman Reigns or other stuff, they are happening and I am quite satisfied with that. It is good, it is great. Kudos to WWE for that. But I am very much satisfied with watching here AEW. So we get to the main event here, Butcher and Blair versus Pack and Ray Phoenix. So they start with uh, a quick brawl at the stage. And you can you help me with what happened in the uh, other stuff that happened here? Uh, basically, I I do not have the complete rundown with regards to this match. The uh, the notes which I have point, uh, made with regards to this match is that basically the story was that the death triangle is back. Penta, El Zero, Miro, Ray Phoenix and Pac or Park is back. They are a team. They are back. And Eddie Kingston his wrestling family has now shrinked by two members. Now, I think that his motivation for Penta Ezeromiro was not wrong, in my opinion. That what whatever he said, he said these things on commentary when commentators asked him that what did you uh, say with regards to Penta Zero Miro and you were trying to, you know, draw a wedge between Ray Phoenix and Penta. So I think that he was just trying to motivate Penta. And I do not think that it was quite wrong because he was just pushing Penta into a singles career and it could it would be great that was in the head of eddie kingston and going 
to a singer's career and not be in his flippy glory hog brother's shadow was his intention wrong probably not it, what is the problem for the fans it was the wing huh? yep. it was the wing and and it was that how could you separate a brother tag team they are brothers they are bonded by blood how can you separate them not everyone wants to be like the young bucks that is mediocre and unambitious all right mm-hmm. yeah i got that uh-huh. and with regards to the match pack looked amazing no ring rust whatsoever and there was a great out of the box power lariat by butcher on pack that was just mwah, bam it just he pack went inside out that was just mind boggling and eddie kingston was in my opinion a welcome menace on commentary he is welcome any time he i just enjoy his presence on commentary and he also influenced the outcome of the match he tripped ray phoenix on the top turn buckle and which got the victory for his team and it is great uh, eddie kingston's presence is necessary because he is an integral part of the story and he tripping only phoenix also is you can say logical because he has a vedanta against phoenix he was possibly uh, in the words of people like you drawing a wedge between penta and phoenix against phoenix so it is only fitting that he tripped phoenix that's good and those uh, he dropped a pack on the steel chair that was just oh my god damn pack sold it like a fucking million dollars kudos kudos to pack i was uh, with regards to the match and the post match we also saw lance archer coming to the fray out of nowhere which nobody expected i didn't expect did you did you expect lance archer coming what actually i didn't expect was him killing blade with an insane looking crossbody <laughs> that is seriously that was something lance archer now it seems that he is a bad as baby face possibly and he came to the aid of the death triangle awesome awesome stuff i have no qualms against that it is always great to see him he's a legit monster great talent and 
he should be on television. He's a guy, he should be on television. He has a mouthpiece who is also great in his own right. And it is great to see him. And his issues with Eddie Kingston also go back. It goes back till the Casino Battle Royale when they were in the last two. And it got a bit controversial on social media when it was said that Eddie was not eliminated and he didn't went over the top rope. And then we have heard many a times Eddie Kingston call out Lance Archer in his promos. And there has been back and forth and we have seen Lance Archer scouting talent in the crowd and Eddie Kingston being at, at ringside. So it was about to happen that there would have been some interaction between the two competitors. So it is great that in this program, we have Pack, we have Lance Archer, we have Eddie Kingston, we have Pentile Zero Miro, we have Ray Phoenix, we have Butcher and Blade, we have Ali, who is a bunny, of course. So it is a great thing here. They have a great thing here. So now it's four versus three, right? Four, uh, four versus three. On like one side, Archer and uh, Dead Triangle, and hmm. the other side, Kingston Butcher Blade. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then I think Kingston's gonna look for that fourth member. Mm-hmm. So. Who will that fourth member be? Maybe a new guy that we don't expect. Hmm. Possibly. We'll have screw to it, screw, wait screw and it, see. Get Conan, Conan in AEW. Uh, that would be great. <laughs> that would be great. So that was Dynamite. Yes, that was that was dynamite. Like like oh. I said, it was a decent dynamite. But about the review we did here, it was something else. Like you blasted the unbox completely. We also had a little interference from my mom. Very crazy review here. <laughs> <laughs> so before we where can these guys find you? Uh Guys, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at AbbeyManiac, A-W-B-Y-M-A-N-I-A-C. And currently, I'm working with an independent wrestling promotion in India called Wrestle Square. You can follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Wrestle Square. And you can also subscribe to their YouTube channel. New episodes every Saturday at Wrestle Square Pro Wrestling. You can find Slam of Wrestling on Twitter at Slam of W, Instagram at Slam of Wrestling. Our podcast and reviews are mainly audio based. And if you don't want your YouTube app running for that, then you can catch Slam of Wrestling on Anchor and Spotify as well. This was the AEW Dynamite review, and we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>